Welcome to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, head pastor of Shekinah Avenue. Now, let's listen to today's message. We wait for you. Ephesians says that ye who have no God, you have no hope. You are without Christ in this world. He said, ye who were far, he has drawn nigh by his blood. It does not matter how you feel in your body. It does not matter how low you get. He will lift you up. That's he's coming after us. The Buddha's in the prison is there. The Buddha's in the water is there. He's after us. And that is why we sing boldly. That there is no shadow, he won't light up. No mountain, he won't climb up. Let them bury us. He will show up and raise us up. You know, your faith should shoot up. David said in prophecy, he said, I have this confidence enough that even he will not suffer my flesh. The man is suffering. I said, he will not suffer my flesh to be corrupted. He will not leave my soul in hell. He will encompass me with songs of deliverance. You know, the guy had gone beyond. I am When he walked in the wilderness and had lost his throne, he lifted up his eyes. He said, oh my soul, awake, arise. Don't be down. Don't be cast down. The Lord is your help. Listen, I prophesy over your life that there is no way God will come after you. It does not matter. There is no lie at all. He will not tell down. I said there is no lie. No lie about your marriage. No lie about your future. Come on, lift your voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shadow you will light up. Mountain you will climb up. Listen, your God, He will climb any mountain for you, He will set aside any roof for you, He will set aside the rules, He will set aside the precepts, He will set aside the ordinations for your sake. Hey, I said for your sake. I said for your sake, a thousand shall fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand side, it shall not come at you. I said a thousand at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come at you, only with your eyes. I said only with your eyes. I said only with your eyes. Your body will not feel it. Your ears will not hear it. Only with your eyes. I said only with your eyes. You shall see the reward of the wicked. I prophesy over your life. I declare a decree over your life. That you are rising higher. You are rising higher. Every darkness is becoming light. Every wall is coming down. I said receive it. I said receive it. I said receive it. I said receive it. Every bondage is deliverance. Hey, every bondage is deliverance. I said receive it. I said receive it. Ladies and gentlemen, 
It's not too late. It does not matter what you are going through. It is a light affliction. And it's bad for a moment. Don't give it a permanent status. It is bad for a moment. It can travel the time. It is bad for a moment. It does not matter your job, your children. It is bad for a moment. Maybe it is not good today, but tomorrow it is well. Say to the righteous, it is well with our soul. I prophesy over your life. Any challenge and obstacle has become a testimony in your mouth. Can I hear your amen? Your God is able. Your God is more than able. I declare over your life, any impossibility has become a possibility now. Give him a celebration, a celebration. No shadow you will light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. You know what Job said? He said, oh foolish woman, I'm not going to curse God and die. Once there is life, there is hope. So he even went on and said that there is hope for a living dog than for a dead lion. The lion might be whatever you think, but when it's dead, it's dead. Once the dog is alive, it is fine. Because at the scent of water, you shall sprout again. Anything that is lost around you, it will spring again. It will come forth. I say anything around you will come alive. Anything that is already alive will go beyond life. Your marriage is receiving life for life. Your job, life for life. Your family, life for life. I said receive it. <laughs> you will live beyond your marked age. The age you think you will live after you go beyond it. If you think you will be 70, you go beyond it. 80, you go beyond it. I shall not die. I shall live. And I shall declare the works of the law. The Bible said the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that he might have life. Hey, I am not reading about another person. I am reading about myself. I have life and I have it in abundance. I prophesy over your life, your business, your career, your expectation. I said life for life. 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 When they cast you down, God will lift you up. When they throw you away, God will catch you. I said receive it. When they stand against you, God will stand against them. When they throw their arrow, you will block it. For your information, you will even catch it and break it. The Bible says, my hands is the hands trained for war. I break the arrows and I break the bow. I prophesy over your life. There is no arrow that can get you. You will break it. You will spoil it. And you will disappoint it. Am I hearing an amen from you? Am I hearing an amen from you? Somebody said, oh man of God. All I have to do is what? Say amen. All you need is to say what? Amen. I said you are favored. I said that your days are blessed. Somebody's thinking. How will my days be favored? I don't know. You also don't need to know. There is a God that favors men. And once you can trust in him, I said you'll be favored. You're coming alive. I want to preach to this. I said you you are favored. I said you are very favored. Among your brothers, you are favored. Among your enemies, you are favored. Among your colleagues, you are favored. With favor, God will surround you like with a shield. He will cause your face to shine with his favor. I said, receive it. May it touch your life, touch your children's children, and affect everything in your hand. Am I hearing your amen? For all the promises of God in Christ, they are yes. And in Christ, they are amen. Can I hear your amen? I said, can I hear your amen in Christ? 
Today I'm starting to teach about faith. I will teach it comprehensively. That means that I would teach it in such a way that I will touch every, every part of it. Christian essential or faith? How many essentials have we looked at? We have looked at thanksgiving. We have looked at prayer. Today we want to look at faith. Let's define what Christian essential is. You remember? Is what? Revelations, attitudes, principles, instructions, and commitments that must be understood and practiced till it becomes a what? A lifestyle. Can we take it one more time? Christian essentials is what? Revelations, attitudes, principles, instructions, and commitments. That must be what? Understood and practiced till it becomes what? A lifestyle. And we said the word practice there means it should be what? Regular, continual, consistent, intentional, on a daily basis. Now, we've looked at Thanksgiving, we've looked at prayer. Today we want to understand or catch a revelation about faith. The main text is Hebrews 10, 38, 39, Hebrews 11, 2, Hebrews 11, 6, 2 Corinthians 5, 7. We define what faith is. I take you through the Christian journey in faith. Hebrews 10, 38, 39 says that now the just shall live by what? By faith. This is one of the scriptures I really, 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 really enjoy. Because you are already just. But he's telling you that the way the just lives is by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Then Paul goes further to say, but we are not of them. You see, Paul is saying that if they draw back, his soul shall have no pleasure in them. Then he continues it. They say, but you, you are not that kind of a guy. <laughs> no, we don't draw back. But of them that believe to the saving of the soul, after he said this, then he presents the description of faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now this is the part I wanted to read to you. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. Now six says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 For we walk by faith not by sight. That means that primarily there are two ways of walking. It's either you are walking by faith or you are walking by sight. And I can tell you that a lot of Christians are walking by sight. Their senses is what is predominant in their life. 
Faith is very important. As a matter of fact, it says that you don't, you don't please him if you don't have it. Nobody can build your faith for you. I'm going to start and I want you to pay attention. The Christian does not lack faith. The Christian doesn't lack faith. Pay attention. Every Christian has faith. Because Galatians says that we are the household of faith. How can you be in a house of faith and not have faith? What qualifies you to be part of the house is faith. So once you are born again, you have faith. The Bible said in Romans 12, 3. To every man, God has given the measure of faith. You are not looking for it. This is essential to start with. Peter said, having obtained like precious faith like us. So we have obtained like precious faith. We are not looking, we have obtained it. So Peter then goes ahead to say, add to your faith. It is already there. Add to your faith. Virtue, knowledge, kindness, brotherly love. So it's already there. He says that we are saved by grace through faith. And it is a gift from God. Now, why am I starting this way? Because the normal thing is to tell the believer to have faith. When we say have faith, we are not saying go and look for it. We are saying depend on what? The faith you have. You don't lack faith at all. But what people lack is that they don't know what to do with their faith. They don't use it. They don't use it. And they trust those who are using it as more powerful. You have faith. I look at your face like that. You have a lot of faith, my brother. You have a lot. Galatians teaches that we are crucified together with him. No longer either live, but Christ that lives. And the life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. So you have the faith of the Son of God. So you are not looking for faith. It needs to be established. Because God wouldn't tell you that without faith, I am not pleased and not give you opportunity to have it. Then it's wicked. Because if this is what pleases him, why wouldn't he give it to you? And your life is dependent on this. From start to end. Anything that is done without faith, God calls unbelief and calls sin. Very critical. Now, what then is faith? You already have it. So what then is faith? We are saying that faith is the response of what? Your human spirit to what? The word of God. When your spirit responds to God's word, that response is what we call what? Faith. Two. The simplest of definition is this one, which a lot of people don't like. It is acting on the word of God. Anytime you act on God's word, you are in faith. A lot of people are thinking that it is something mystical, something mysterious, something very, very, very serious out there. But it is just simply hearing God's word and being obedient to it, acting on it. If you just act on God's word, you have faith and you are walking in faith. The Bible said that the devil, he walks around to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast with your faith? Did he say with your faith? No. He said in. You resist steadfast in the faith. Then he tells you, take up the shield. You must take it up. You already have it. But you must take it and apply it. There are challenges here. There are troubles on earth. There are trials here. There are frustrations here. But you learn how to take the faith. What you have heard from God and act on what God said. If you can just act on what God said, you are in faith. The whole of heaven will back you. 
But there are a lot of people who are not acting on what God said. And they are looking for, they are really looking for faith. Meanwhile, in simplicity, God said something. Act on it and you are in faith. Or in, you are walking by faith. But a lot don't like that. They like the sight. Some will want to be given oil for them to trust that God is healing them. Or blessing them. Someone hands laid on them before they believe that God is opening doors. You know, we, it, it's, it's a funny thing. Some will want to really, really sweat. They want to do 10 hours of warfare before they think God can give them victory. Faith is the obtainer. Faith obtains good report. Faith is what you live by. Faith is actually the victory. Once you have it, faith is the victory. And you have it. It says in the first John, it's written clearly. It said, This is the victory, even your faith. So, faith is the thing that gives us and guarantees us victory here. Whether maritally, spiritually, whatever it is, if you don't have faith, you won't have victory. It is that important, that critical. So, if I were you, I would build my faith up. So, God has made a way by which we build our faith up my beloved praying in the holy ghost you build yourself up on your most holy you already have it but you build yourself up on it so that you can risk it you can risk you can risk it a lot of people don't like risk the level of risk you take is the measure of faith you have a lot of believers are not taking risk at all no risk i don't have the money so i won't start who said starting is dependent on money it's dependent on your faith you must take the risk. It is a risk. Because you are not seeing it. You can lay a hold on it. But you are told that by faith. I know and I know. I know. It is annoying. It is seated deep in your heart. Once there is annoying, there is faith. Until you know you are not in faith. I am a kabatasia. I feel, I feel like talking to you. You can have God and not know God. Jesus told the Samaritans. He said Samaritans. You worship what you do not know. So they were worshiping, but they didn't know what they were worshiping. Paul said, I know him whom I have believed. You can believe and not know your God. I'm telling you today, you can believe and still not know him. You don't know, you're not aware of his presence, aware of his power. Faith is annoying. For we know that all things, they work together for our good. We have not that knowledge. We don't care who comes against us for us against us with us without us we know it is annoying we have the awareness and the knowing that all things they work for it is annoying but this knowing goes beyond that it's annoying that is seated in your heart i know i am not dying young i know it the bible said with long life you will satisfy me it is not when i am trying no it's not trying error it is annoying i know by his stripes i am healed every sickness that comes into my body I have a knowing, that knowing is faith you must tear it up the Bible says they that know their God they shall be strong and they shall do exploit don't live without the knowledge build the knowledge you have build it up, build your knowledge in healing that is where faith starts from I am taking you through the journey you must know who he is thank God you know Jehovah Raphael thank God you know Elohim, thank God you know Adonai thank God you know Shabbat but me, the Bible I came to meet in the New Testament, what I know is Christ. And until you get that, you will be circling around with Jehovah Elohim, Jehovah Rafika, Jehovah Rafa, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Tikenum, Jehovah 
Rohi, Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Adonai, Elohim, Mikadesh. You see the way you are giving the big one, Mikadesh. That's what you like. There is only one we know. Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. You know who Christ is. Christ is the exact image. If you want to know God, you can know God. The Old Testament is an incomplete revelation of God. You get to know God in Christ. He will heal any sickness. He is for us and not against us. He will not even command lightning and tenders against men. He is not like that. When you know Christ like that, you have started your knowledge process. He is good. He is the good shepherd. He is the intercessor. He is the advocate. Now, when you are knowing him like that, that knowledge is the first step in faith. Until you know you have not started the journey. So ask your friend again, what do you know? You know statistics. You know business supply chain. You know demand and supply. Doctor, you know diagnosis management and physiological legal practitioner. You know case study, contracts, legal representation, marriage and divorce. Law that binds activities and business transactions. Systems, technologies, management guru, all the financial applications. But when it comes to the issues of life, that knowledge will help you. Ah, you need the knowledge of God. The Bible said, if any man boast, let him boast in this. That he knoweth me, the Lord. He knoweth me. He knoweth my ways. He knoweth me. David knew the ways of God. He said, God, let no men deal with me. You deal with me. Because your loving kindness, I can't trust them. You, I can trust. And knowledge of God. Yeah, you must know that your God, he is for you, not against you. You must know that your God, he is for you, not against you. You must know your God, that if you did not spare his son, but gave him up, what shall he not give to you? He will give you anything. He will give you all things. He will give you everything. That is the knowledge we have about him. When we are in the fire, he is with us. So we don't complain in the fire. We celebrate because he is there. We know it. And knowing. And knowing. So Sydney Quay, we'll be right back. Follow us on all our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Skype, YouTube, at Shekinah Avenue. Message continues. Then you move from a knowing to a consideration. If you don't know, how can you consider? To consider means to ponder over. Now, when you know God, you take God, then you take the natural things, then you make the comparison. That is called consideration. After knowledge, consideration. Consideration deals with priority. You now begin to prioritize God's word and what you know about God above anything you know. Now, I'll give you an example. Jesus said, consider the birds of the air. They sow not. They reap not. They don't gather into bands. Yet, your heavenly father, after he said all that, then he said that, why is it you are worried about food and clothing and water? It's a year of little faith. Anybody here who worries about what you eat, drink and wear, the Bible says your faith is little. 
Very little. Jesus is talking about consideration. Do you consider God first? A lot of believers, they consider everything wrong. The Bible says Abraham, Romans 4, to up downward, it's Abraham. He considered not his body now dead, but was strong in faith. What you consider will make your faith weak or strong. If you consider your enemies, your faith will become weak. If you consider your challenges, you are destroying your faith. If you consider your obstacles, you are destroying your faith. There is only one consideration in our book. God is promises. If you have that consideration, you have moved from knowledge to consideration. After considering it, you move to the third aspect of faith. Which is understanding. Understanding. After you know, you prioritize, you take a stand. We call it understanding. Coming under a standing. A position. You now get yourself positioned. By what you have known. And by what you have considered outside. We walk not by sight. But by faith. What we have seen and the knowledge we get by sight. Hearing. We compare it to the word of God. And we decide by choice. Not to believe what we are seeing. But to believe what God's word has said. So no matter how you feel in your body. No matter what happens outside you. You have no consideration for that. This place is called the battle or the fight for good faith. When you get to consideration to understanding, Paul said you are in a battle. Because what you see is real. If they sack you from your job, is it not real? You have every right to be worried about what your family will eat, what your family... But Jesus said if you do that, it's little faith. So rather you pick his word. Prioritize on his word. And ignore what you are going through. Ignore means you know it, but you are not giving it the right to affect you. Until you get to understanding, things will look some way. The Bible said in Hebrews 11.3, by faith we understand. Faith is an understanding. Where do you start? We have an understanding. The wells were framed by God. I don't worry about If I want anything, I frame it. Words. It's an understanding. It is an understanding. A man approaches and says, Jesus, I want you to come and heal my son. Who is dying? Actually, my servant. Then Jesus was coming. Then, this is in Matthew 8, it's in Luke 7. Jesus said, I come. Then the man said, Lord, please. I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. I am a man like you. I am under authority. I understand the way authority works. When you say it will work because I, even a natural man, I say to a soldier, go. And they go, come. And they come. So Lord, only speak your word. Then Jesus stood, looked into heaven, shook the head. He said, I have not seen such faith in Israel. It is an understanding. A woman also understood, not from Bible, she understood from kitchen. Kitchen. Just simple kitchen work. That if bread falls to the ground, dogs even eat it. So indirectly, you can feed the dogs and feed your children. When she told Jesus this, Jesus said, great is your faith. Go, as you have said. 
Faith is an understanding. What have you understood since you, you got born again? What is the process you have gone through about provision? What do you understand by healing? What do you understand by divine life? What is the understanding? Until you have understanding, you cannot be fruitful. The greatest thing the devil is after is your understanding. So people can sit in church and they will not be transformed. Ten years they will be the same. Because the key of understanding is the key of fruitfulness. Until you understand, you are not fruitful. Knowing, consideration, understanding. After you get understanding, what do you do? Conviction. You cannot be convicted about what you don't understand. No, 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 no. No. You see the freedom we are taking for granted today? It's because we don't understand it what really it is. Those who faced it, they really understood what they were fighting for. They took all the risk because they understood it. Today people take it for granted. They are even gone beyond their rights, getting for liberty which will destroy them. But when a man gets understanding, he must form convictions. Though he slays me, I will trust him. Conviction. That man is convicted. Even if I don't understand what is going around, I cannot attribute it to God. Never. I may not understand what is happening in my family, but I can never say the devil is mighty and strong. Never. Not on my lips. I may not know why people die young, but my lips cannot carry that message. No. I have a conviction. I have a standing. I have a conviction. My heart is settled on the point. Until you get here, the next one is is not powerful. But if you can get this, conviction. Somebody said that he's, he's from a conviction that his grace is sufficient for him. What conviction have you formed? I am completing him. What conviction do you have? I am the heir of salvation. Man of God, what conviction do you have? That by his stripes there is healing. What conviction do you have? I am his righteousness. You see, if this thing doesn't become a conviction, look, you are wasting your time in church until it gets here. Either than that, you will complain when you should be celebrating. Small affliction, you will complain. Mama. That is what they did in the wilderness and God was angry. They had no conviction. They said, can God, can God give us food with tables in the wilderness? They go, what, what? Giving you food in the wilderness? What does that got to do with my power? I can do it. Immediately, east wind blew. Beds. Heaped like mountain. Then they went and took the beds to eat. When they began to eat, there was an outbreak of death in the camp. Just, just that bad. You must understand. You must form convictions. Form me so strong. So strong. I thought last week, I have a conviction about prayer. That if I pray, God hears my conviction, I am a righteous man. When I pray, God hears. Because of this conviction, I have people who are looking for me every day to pray for them. They can also develop their conviction. What convictions do you have? What are your convictions about his protection? What are your convictions about his power? You must form it. I am teaching you, but you must form it. So that you are not moved to the left or to the right. You are positioned in a standing and you know why you are there. You are convicted about it. We call it a persuasion. A persuasion. A persuasion. We call it a persuasion. The Bible says who against hope? Believed in hope. 
that he might become the father of many nations not accounting that his body was dead nor Sarah's womb was dead but he gave glory to God because he was strong in faith and what did he say he was persuaded that what he had promised he was able to do it can you go 25 years without getting a child when God spoke what is your conviction can you last he said it 10 years it has not can you last <laughs> but Abraham 25 years 25 years and he's still holding on to the promise because he was persuaded persuaded that what he had promised 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 he was faithful to do it I am a decasia. If only you can be convicted and persuaded in his healing and protection, you will not lose a battle. Your body will not be weak unless you are persuaded. I am persuaded. Neither life nor death, principalities or powers, they can separate me from the love of God. From where? And how? Nakedness, peril. We are persuaded, brothers. Whether they put us in prison, we have a persuasion. Whether our marriage is on rocks, we are the persuasion. Oh, Dalimo Sabataya. We are persuaded. Our bodies breaking down, we say, though our outward man perished, our inward man is renewed day by day. We are getting weak, we say, according to the number of our days. So shall our strength be conviction. What are you convinced about? I know. I have considered. I have understood. I am persuaded. I am persuaded. Paul said, We are persuaded better things of you. We know some people, when they hear the gospel, they let it go. They fall aside. But you, we are persuaded of better things for you. Listen, we have a persuasion. I am persuaded as your pastor that whatever you have started, you will end it well. I said as your pastor, I have a persuasion. Listen, your going out is blessed. Your coming in is blessed. It is a persuasion. Whether they put us in the lion's pit, will come out. We have a persuasion. We have a conviction. We have an assurance that goes beyond what we see. We walk not by sight, but by faith. Paul said, all of them forsook me. When they put me in prison, I couldn't find them. But I know my God. I know him. I am a persuaded man. When I fall, I will rise up. It is a persuasion. Though I fall seven times, I will rise up seven times. It is a persuasion. Do you have a persuasion? Are you sure you have a persuasion? When they shut one door, another door shall open. It is a persuasion. Brethren, we are persuaded. I say we are persuaded. Though our beginning is small, our ends are greatly increased. We have a persuasion. I say we have a persuasion. We have a persuasion. For Sarah herself also received strength to 
conceive of a child when she was past age menopause barrenness is not the issue Sarah by faith just God faithful we have a persuasion what he has promised he will come through for us for all the promises of God they are yay and they are amen I have a persuasion my body shall recover I have a persuasion my assignment shall be fulfilled I have a persuasion do you have a persuasion what do you know about your children what do you know about your wife? When I look at my wife like that, I have a persuasion. You know, when I look at her, I tell myself, oh, apostle, you are a blessed man. When you see him, remember, two are better than one. It is a persuasion. You must say, listen, it's a persuasion. When I see my wife, I'm like, come on. This is the olive around my mama table. The Bible says your wife shall be like olive plantains around your table. When I see my daughter, I look at my daughter, I'm like, come on. This is the scripture I read the other day. Our daughters shall be like polished pillars in the house of our God. I look at her, I'm like, ah, oh, you are like one of the daughters of Job. They have inheritance in the land. Listen, when you see, you have a conviction. Brother, have a conviction. I am convicted about my enemies. They have nothing to decide about my life. When they form their weapons, it shall not work. I have a conviction. The man that prepares the fire, the waster that uses the weapons, the Bible says, I God, I created them. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I have a conviction. Let them sharpen their knife. Let them draw their arrows. Let them get the target. They can see me clearly in their target. Let them shoot. And let them even see that it has pierced me. But before they, ri- they realize, I'm brushing it aside. I have a conviction. I have a conviction. My soul has escaped out of the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken. Glory be to God. I have a persuasion. I have a persuasion. If I am in it, it shall be favored. I have a persuasion. As your pastor, I have a persuasion. I can preach to people who can do well. I have a persuasion. I preach to royals. You are a royal. You are a king. You are a priest. Hey, I have a persuasion. Second Corinthians 4 13. We having the same spirit of faith according as what i believe therefore have i spoken don't say we say me or i i also believe therefore i speak 14 no way that's where it starts from no way that he that raised up jesus from the dead shall also raise up are you ready to speak i am convinced i said i am convinced the lord is my shepherd i shall not want what follows he makes me to lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still waters i am not leading myself brother he leads me beside still waters he restores my soul he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake yeah though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies thou anointest my head with oil my cup runs over surely oh surely 
Do you have a word? As I have been preaching, what is on your heart now? Houses I did not build. Vineyards I did not plant. I will eat of them. Glory to God. He will make a way in the wilderness. He will cause rivers to flow in the wilderness. Glory, glory, and glory to God. I have a word. I have a word in my spirit. And as they spoke, I speak. The Lord is my light. My salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my heart. Of whom shall I be afraid? When my enemies, my foes, they came up against me to eat up my flesh. Hey, they stumble and they fall. Glory to God. I will lift my eyes onto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help is in the name of the Lord. He that made the heavens and the earth. He will not sleep nor slumber. The Lord that watches over Israel. He will not sleep nor slumber. The sun shall not smite thee by day. Nor the moon by night. He shall preserve thee. Preserve your soul. He shall preserve your going out. And your coming in. Do you have something to say? This is faith. Faith talks. Faith talks. Faith talks. Faith talks so that we may boldly say, we have something to say. We have something to say. The day you stop to talk, it means you are dying. It means your faith is weak. We have something to say. Hey, though our outward man perished, our inward man is renewed. Now I am ending where Paul ended. He said, we walk not by sight, but by faith. It looked like I am in prison. It looked like they have locked me up in prison. But there is a treasure. There is a treasure in the earthen vessel. That the glory and the excellency of the glory may be of God. It looked like they have locked me. But I am an ambassador for God. I am an epistle of Christ. It looked like they have locked me. But yes, 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 brothers. I am the righteousness of God. That is what we have. We have something to say. I have something to tell my brothers. Anytime I meet them, I tell them. They that believe, they shall not be in haste. I have something. I didn't hear somebody say, I am a CEO. Oh, I didn't hear somebody say, I'm a global business guy. I didn't hear. I didn't say, say spiritual things. I said, talk. Talk, talk. Talk. Are you barren? Say, I'm the fruitful one. Are you sick? Say, I am the health of God. Malachi 3.16. What does he say? Then they that fear the Lord. They spoke what? Is it one time? Are you, are you seeing what the Bible is? They spoke what? Often. They spoke often. And what happened? And the Lord what? Were they speaking to the Lord or they were speaking to themselves? Pay attention. Not Bible. They were speaking to themselves. But God what? God heard. God hacking and heard it. And what happened? A book of what? remembrance was what? written before him for them that fear the Lord are you ready? you are going again I quoted the scripture so that you will do it well whether you are tired in your body obey instruction say that I am ruling in my office talk about things here don't be talking about and I am the most powerful in the spirit if you are the powerful in the spirit what is happening in the natural? 
tell us what the powerful in the spirit is doing in the natural that is what we want to hear that is what the lord is interested in then those whose lives handed god they got what they got together and talk it over god saw what they were doing and listen in are you getting it this is concern on the lost part they were talking together and god what he listened in when they talk a book was open in god's presence and minutes were taken of the meeting you are looking at a bilona you are looking at an anointed man you are looking at a favored man you are looking at a man who carries glory you are looking at a contractor who has got excellence on him my god my god say something thank you for tuning in to kingdom mandate with apostle sydney quay head pastor of shekinah avenue for prayer and counseling please call 0200-999-852 join us for our sunday services from 8 a.m to 11 a.m Locate us at Shekinah Avenue Auditorium, opposite the Washing Bay, Saika, Obodo, East Lagon. Until the apostle comes your way again, remain blessed. Chicago.